The views expressed in this podcast are solely those of the speaker. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not a substitute for professional medical advice from your own physician. Hi, my name is Mike Wang. I'm a neurosurgeon at the University of Miami in Miami, Florida. Hello, everybody. I am the Luke Kim, this neurosurgeon, Seoul St. Mary Hospital, Catholic University of Korea. I'm very excited and honored uh, and humbled to be here today with one of our international guests on Ask the Experts. I'm here with Jun Sung Kim. Uh, he goes by Luke, uh, who is a master of endoscopic surgery, and we're going to talk a little bit about endoscopy in the spine. So, Luke, one thing that struck me as I was traveling mm-hmm. is that it seems like endoscopic spine surgery yeah. is very popular, much more popular in Korea than the U.S. Why do you think this is? I think the, that's going to be the one kind of survival game, yeah. So in Korea, there's most of the Asian countries, the people, patients want to do the non-invasive spinal surgery, right? If you, if you open up the patient back, patient may deny the surgery, even though they severe spinal stenosis and tractal pain, yeah, no. But this endoscopic spine surgery is one of the, I, I think it's a purely uh, important solution for survival. Uh, survival for the surgeon. Yeah, yeah survival as a surgeon, right? Explain Patient that to one. me. Explain, yeah. exp- like, if you don't do endoscopy, then people don't want to see you, or? Uh, I, I cannot say 100%, but uh, most of these uh, patients want to do the minimal invasive surgery. I think that I can say the endoscopic spine surgery is just one centimeter. Yeah, one centimeter, the five millimeter to one centimeter incisions, yeah. So actually, you know, the currently in the USA, embryo spine care, yeah, most important issue, but is we have done embryo spine care already long before. Ambulatory yeah, care. Yeah, actually yeah. it's ambulatory spine care by the endoscope, then by the, un, under the local anesthesia, we do the surgery, transforminal, endoscope discectomy and foraminotomy and the internal discectomy, et cetera. So that's uh, most important issues in, in most patients in Korea, they're gonna uh, get the uh, spine surgery under the endoscope basis. So I get it. So, yeah. so the patients have a certain mindset about surgery, and I understand East Asian patients are generally resistant to surgery across the board. I, I totally get that. But the other thing I noticed was that it seems like a tremendous amount of innovation yeah. is coming out of Korea. And by that, what I mean is that relative to the number of surgeons or the number of patients or mm-hmm. the GDP and all that, like it seems like the amount of innovation or at least publications on it coming out of Korea is disproportionate. Yep. How do you explain that? How do you, uh, it's like, you know, the, can I say this, Galaxy, Samsung? Galaxy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Samsung Galaxy, yeah, the phone. Yeah, yeah, okay. phone. Yeah. yeah. They're going to try to catch up the iPhone, yeah, Apple, yeah, this uh, made a very innovative the solution. Sometimes it's going to be a uh, similar one, but they, they try to innovate and innovate, and now it is so popular, right? So yeah, I've always been jealous. Yeah, yeah the, jealous. the Galaxy's <laughs> camera is so much better, right? So, yes. And now yes, you have the yes, foldable yes. phone coming this month, I think. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah from yeah, Samsung. Yeah. yeah. 
But, but in endoscopy, what do you think it is? Do you think it's that the competition is driving it? Do you think there's better technology? Do you think it's that the surgeons are, are, are trying to do something One different? One of the reasons in Korea, we have the, so many doctors, yeah, so many hospitals. You, a patient don't have to wait long time to meet the spine specialist. Yeah. If you have the problems in your spine, uh, patients uh, go to the hospital and meet the spine specialist and check the MRI the day and the surgery should be done, could be done in the day after. Oh, don't tomorrow. tell my patients yeah. that because they got to wait months to yeah, come that's see why us. The, a patient, the Korean-American uh, uh, citizens, they travel to Korea when uh, they have the problem. Really? Not only spine, but others. Right? That's fascinating. Yeah. That's fascinating. But so, so you're an expert in endoscopy, right? So I can ask you this question and not offend you. But what do you, what do you find are like the choke points? What are the problems you experience with endoscopy in, in your practice? So we have this struggle to solve the choke point and the limitation, so we always step forward, step forward to, yeah, because we have the, so many doctors, so you always discuss and discuss and the sharing the information together. So that's why the, we have the uh, fundamental reason for that, communication among the surgeons. When I the, was a junior, my the senior endosurgeon like Gon Choi and, and others, they always supervising me always supervising uh, junior doctors. When I do the endosurgery, he come up with me and they, hey, you're gonna do the more medial, you're gonna, you, your needle position is, is a little bit shallow then. Yeah. So you have less problems, you think, because of that? Because you've worked so much yeah. longer with experienced yeah, doctors? Yeah. So it is hard to identify. You have the many paper of the learning curve, right? So personally speaking, uh, that kind of supervising from the senior to juniors and the colleagues together, we can dramatically yeah, overcome the learning curve. That's interesting, because yeah. in the yeah. US, when you're done with training, yeah. you just go practice medicine. So it's, I think it's different in Korea, right? Yeah. Where you have yes. a longer yes. learning period. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Let me, let me ask you one more question, which is something that's been on my mind for some time now, which is, mm -hmm. what do you think is going to be the future of endoscopy in Korea? I mean, we know what's being done now. Yeah. Like, I hear about this bi-portal technique and all this new stuff. Yeah. But what do you think in, like, five or ten years we're going to be looking at with endoscopy? Yeah, very excellent question. We always, we, we stand here, but we always see the tomorrow and the, the future, right? So, most current important issues uh, in Korea, not only in Korea, to China and Japan, other Asian countries, we, we are trying to find the endoscopic solution for digital scoli, digital spondy, that means fusion. Yeah, in Korea, in China, in Japan, so many doctors already adopt endoscopic fusion in their practice, right? Yes. Some guys want to do the full endoscope, that means the monoportal. The other guys, they have the great success and the bipolar surgery, even the three-level. Three-level fusions, they're going to do the, they do very well, good job, the three-level bipolar fusion surgery. It's amazing. 
So you think it's yeah. going to be conquering the complex pathologies with the yeah. endoscope? Yes, that's the key we have mm. to face now, right? So even the complex spine, like the uh, Dijemsis coli, most of the Dijemsis coli and the uh, multi-level spinal stenosis, most patients have the single or the double-level, two-level pathology, right? So by the endoscope, we can treat the real pain generator, and then even though the, in the case of patient need the fusion and correction of alignment, we can edit the percutaneous uh, instrumentation. Right, right, right. Well, that's excellent. Thank you for your insights, uh, you. Luke. Yeah. It's really been good spending some time with you today. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah.